Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. Today we have Tim Hill. He is the CEO and co-founder at Social Status. Social Status is the gold standard in social media analytics used by sole traders, small to medium businesses, and global corporations, and currently has over 8,500 marketers worldwide on its platform. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tim. Thank you, Robert. Thanks for having me. Can you uh, give me a little bit of insight into Social Status and what led you on your journey of social media analytics? Well, yeah, it was an interesting journey. Uh, basically, it came from a need that I had when I used to work in, in social agencies uh, and digital agencies. I always had this problem of not having enough data to really like make good decisions. Uh, you know, there were some tools that back when I was in agencies, there were some tools in market, but I never felt like I had enough view, you know, of total performance, of competitor performance. You know, when when the client says we want to increase engagement by 15%, like there was no, there was nothing actually underneath that number. It was just kind of like a number plucked out of thin air. So that was really, I guess, what what uh, the challenge that I had when I was in agencies. And so actually, uh, it came from quite a personal need. And I was chatting to a friend at the time, and he, uh, we both thought, let's build something that can actually do this. Uh, started off as a side project, uh, as a lot of these things do, and then uh, a few months down the road, we we decided, yeah, there's there's commercial value in this, and we can uh, you know take it to market and and leave our jobs and and jump into the startup world. That that's awesome. I mean, something that I speak with agency owners on a regular basis, right, is make sure that you have the right data, and data is really so important to be able to drive decisions for both clients and for the agency internally. So. It's a great project. I, I know that this type of uh, data can provide a lot of value to agencies, so it's awesome. Um, so just to give the listeners a little bit of more of an understanding, let's pretend um, I know nothing about social media analytics. Can you educate me on what it is exactly and why it's so important? I think that social media analytics uh, can actually inform everything that a brand does on social media. Like that's a that's a really big promise, but I think it can it, it really can. Uh, you know, when you look back in time uh, at last month or the previous month, you know, analytics can really help tell a story about what uh, what content performed best, how that compares, uh, you know, in the industry and against competitors, you know, working, say, if the brand works with influencers, you can understand how their content performs versus what the brand is doing. So uh, any future decisions about, you know, some key questions like, you know, how much should we be using to promote posts? Should we be posting more or less? Should we be posting on this channel or that channel or, uh, you know, using this new new format? Uh, generally, when those questions come up, a lot of the times, you know, either agency side or client side, there's always a lot of opinions about what they should, about what, you know, someone should do. And I think that social media analytics can actually be, uh, a very objective kind of voice in the room that helps you know settle arguments, answer questions uh, without opinions flying around, because it's actually based on something, uh, something that's tangible and something that can be kind of tracked and reported on over time. Yeah, that that's great. I mean, what 
one of the things that really resonated with me that you said is that being in a room with uh, a lot of social media management people in an agency, right, debating on was this tactic better than this one and being able to not only do competitor analysis, but internal analysis on your own social media and how much um, benefit that can provide for both the client side as well as their own um, internal social media management. So that's great. Um, when it comes yeah. to actually creating benchmarks, um, how should agencies go about creating and figuring out which benchmarks they should be targeting for the social media accounts for both clients and for themselves internally? There's a few ways to do this. Uh, you know, there's definitely industry uh, resources out in market that, you know, every quarter, every year publish benchmarks for, you know, retail and finance and travel and all those kinds of big industries. And that's fine. I think to use general benchmarks, I mean, we at Social Status do that as well. We we publish benchmarks and, and that's an okay place to start. I think in lieu of anything else, you know, that's a decent place to start because that answers, it's the first answer to the question of, uh, you know, we're seeing a particular metric, um, growth rate, engagement rate, reach rate, whatever. And the next logical question is, uh, you know, is that is is that comparable to what others are getting? Is it good or bad? Uh, and um, what are the factors that are pushing it up or down? So I think, you know, starting off with like really broad industry benchmarks or channel-based benchmarks is, is like step one. Uh, step two would be, looking then at the brand's overall performance historically over time. So, you know, looking at a decent amount of time, like 90 days or six months or even 12 months and looking at how a particular metric or group of metrics has evolved over time and just kind of benchmarking historically, I think is really, um, you know, something that should be done just as a matter of course. But in that point about, you know, an agency creating their own benchmarks, I think this is where an agency can start to create uh, differentiation, uh, you know, among their own competitors is uh, actually rolling their own benchmarks. And this can be done at a, at, at, with just the public data, like, you know, the, the competitor data, which is essentially the posts. Um, if we're talking about a channel like Facebook, that's the likes, comments, and shares uh, and video views. So it's all the publicly viewable stats and uh, essentially grouping pages and profiles uh, into logical groups that make sense for, you know, the types of clients that they're going for, uh, you know, going after or, or types of industries that can, that can run, like fill voids in the market where if you've got a really specific kind of subcategory, sub industry, it's, it's going to be close to impossible to understand, you know, what is the average in that industry, especially if it's location based. Um, so yeah, I actually think that creating those own and actually publicly publishing them or, you know, uh, you know, posting them, um, you know, to on, on the website or emailing them to clients, but actually making it a thing that gets done monthly and you've got a monthly process and uh, these monthly social media benchmarks for these particular groups of, of categories uh, become kind of ownable, I guess, um, for the brand because it, or for the agency, because it's, uh, inherently connected with the the industries that they that they work in, uh, and that's just purely a matter of using social analytics, grouping those profiles and, and pages, and um, and then perhaps you know overlaying a little bit of commentary about you know what is affecting 
performance in that industry and looking at the top posts. Why is that the top posts? Uh, what was it about about the top few posts that that make them you know stick out from from all of the other hundreds that that didn't perform that well? That's awesome. That, that that's really important, right? To be able to make sure that you're looking at benchmark data from the industry to be able to d- drive your decisions. What would you say is a, a piece of advice that you would give to an agency that's um, experiencing maybe an over um, expectation that they're providing to a client or, or setting benchmarks that maybe might be a bit overzealous? And I see that so frequently when speaking with agencies is, hey, they want to achieve X, Y, Z, ROI, or they want to have this much engagement in this social media platform. What would you advise on agencies to not um, exceed expectations or, or not to uh, set a high expectation or too high of an expectation? Yeah. Uh I, this this strikes at my core because this was me, you know. This was me back in agencies with with these ridiculous, uh, you know, uh, expectations uh, about how far growth or engagement can grow with what budget? Oh, no budget, right? Okay, um, yeah. So I think uh, <laughs> uh, so. Th- this is I think where you know social social analytics can help again uh, bring a bit a sense of reality to those conversations so okay if the client approaches and says all right we want to hit this particular metric and you know in your heart of hearts that actually that's going to be quite difficult um generally there's there isn't a lot um of like without social media analytics there's not not a lot that you can uh i guess prove to the client to the stakeholder that 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 is indeed tough without xyz resource so uh, this is where i think if you've got established uh agency benchmark norms um and and stats that you can show over time uh this is what performance looks like then if it's let's just let's just take an example like engagements right um if the client wants to three four x engagements um on a monthly basis then here's you know starting at what are we doing right now and what is the spend right now then working backwards from that will give you that um kind of prospective budget on what you need to achieve those goals um or even growth like for example if we need to hit the the next milestone fifty thousand followers hundred thousand followers whatever it may be um what is our current cost per follow cost per like uh, and then work backwards from that based on the average that we're currently seeing. So across all the clients, we can see that the average cost per follow is, you know, 85 cents, just for example. So, okay, so now we know that if you want, you know, 20,000 new followers, then we've got got the two stats that we need to work out what, what budget is required. So I think that um, that working backwards from the expectation and then going okay so if we don't have the necessary resources to power that we don't have the necessary budget potentially uh, from a paid perspective then here's what we can do if we didn't you know add any extra resource and here's where we expect growth or engagement to grow to uh you know from a business as usual standpoint because there will always be some amount of growth and actually indeed you know in some industries there's some negative growth which uh, is, which can be a problem, but you know, just looking at um, or helping using data to help you make that argument and kind of back up your argument. I think that that's the power that social analytics can bring is really um, just to be that 
that um, that really objective view um, in any conversation and and help bring a sense of reality into the room. I I think talking about budgets and making sure that we are hitting those benchmarks and everything really speaks to my soul because I'm an accountant, right? And making sure that (laughs) one, we're setting the expectation with the client that we're going to be able to retain that client and making sure that the budget's in line so that we can, that the agency can earn what it needs to as well. Um, In that sort of mindset, um, what ways can agencies use social media reports to drive new business as well as expand um, existing business with their current client base? Well, you know, I think when I was back in agencies, you know, one thing from a new business standpoint that, you know, was really quite effective was bring a lot of understanding about the client's social accounts from day one. Uh, you know, even in that first meeting when you're just starting to, to you know, get to know each other, pre-pitch, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, actually presenting them with a report up front that just says, hey, you know, Here's some things that we've just seen from the last quarter or the last month. These are some really interesting insights about, you know, what your brand, how your brand is tracking. Or, you know, here's a really interesting insight about what one of your competitors or, you know, just another brand that kind of speaks to the same kind of people is doing in market. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that it kind of taps into that, um, that thing of, you know, being able to show that you understand the client's business, you know, you have empathy for what they're trying to achieve and what they're currently doing at the moment. And leading up front with a report is a really great way to do that. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't need to be, uh, you know, to take hours and hours or days to, to put something like that together. So again, leaning on, on social analytics to help uh, paint a picture or indeed tell a story about the whole landscape, like in your sub-industry or your category, you just here's the state of play uh, when it comes to, to social. And sometimes it's it's illuminating for a client even just to know that certain uh, competitors are active indeed on some channels. Like sometimes the bar is really low, right? So, um, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, showing that that performance or indeed for those those clients who are much further along, then getting into a little bit of the, the nitty gritty about, you know, with their, with their posts, say, say, for example, that they did last month, you know, what types of interactions, likes versus comments versus shares, uh, drove performance better in terms of the, the engagement rate? Like that's a really straightforward and I would say, um, yeah, reason, reasonably simple uh, comparison to do uh with a brand versus a few other brands um, that, yeah, you could put into a PDF, present it, um, you know, flick it over to the client, uh, prospective client. And, yeah, whether that's winning new business or expanding, you know, where you might already have some of um, uh, the client's account on on a different channel um, and then showcasing the opportunity on social. I've seen that happen a, a lot before where, where especially say from like the media world where you're um, looking after digital ad spend across search or um, display or affiliate, whatever, and actually, you know, looking at what can be done with your dollar uh, from a social ad perspective, I think is is really interesting. And, you know, one way that reports might be able to inform that is to say, okay, um, here's what we're seeing across all of our clients from a, let's just say, cost per click basis. Um, what if we did, you know, uh, siphon to 5%, 10% budget 
um, for a month and just ran it as a test um, and look at what, what you know, um, how that performs based on, uh, you know, all the other channels that, that we're spending a dollar on. So, um, yeah, I think reports are a really good way to start that conversation because you're also providing value up front. Yeah, I mean, that that's something that's so important, right? I mean, as an agency, when we're selling to a prospect, the piece that's so incredibly important is one, we need to be providing them with value in that sales process. And then we need to be making sure that we're establishing ourselves as an authority figure. So when we're able to provide them with analytics information in the initial conversations, it, it provides the client with value. It allows them to have an understanding that they are safe working with us and then an understanding of what expectations that they can actually accomplish. So that's so incredibly important and, yes. and uh, allows for people to be uh, agencies to be able to close more business. So that's great. Um, with social media rapidly changing so much, um, how can social status help agencies decide on what new channels they should be uh, investing their time and resources in and what they should be looking at as far as emerging medias, the me uh, emerging media in the market? Yeah. Well, this, this, uh, the, the kind of proliferation that we've seen, uh, of social channels, especially recently, you know, when we look at, uh, TikTok by Trilla, like, you know, all of these new channels, and they're not just niche, you know, they're, they're really punching up into the mainstream and, and attracting millions and millions of users. Uh, so this is hard. I mean, I think this has always been hard with social is that it's rapidly changing. Uh, you know, what, what you were doing last year is going to look really different to what you're going to be doing this year. Um, and even on a month by month basis with, um, social status or indeed any social analytics tools, I think one thing that it can show is it can highlight opportunities. So again, like if I was to just look at uh, an engagement rate example, uh, the beauty of an engagement rate is that that can actually be uh, assessed cross-channel. That's a pretty unique metric in that sense. I mean, there are a few others, but this is, this is a great metric because an engagement rate on Facebook can be benchmarked against that on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, you know, any, any channel. So that can be sometimes a leading um, indicator, I guess you could use if, if you were just looking at the, the industry and the landscape, looking at certain competitors and saying, okay, so we can see that a few competitors have now popped up on, you know, Twitter or on Snapchat. Then uh, what is it that they're doing um, that's potentially creating a an increase in engagement rate. So that's just an assumption. Maybe the maybe the engagement rate is actually lower than than some of their other channels. But this is all the kinds of um, intel, I guess, that you can get from uh, being able to uh, use social analytics to your advantage to just help kind of tell the story of performance. Um, I think then when it comes to media types, because that's that's you know, this this is what makes the chessboard three-dimensional is that you, not only do you have channels, but then you've got all the media types under each. And on a channel like Instagram, that's that's getting complicated. You know, you've got posts, videos, stories, reels, IGTV. Um, there's talk just recently of now stories going um, horizontally scrolling exactly like TikTok. So, you know, now these channels are almost merging together because they're all cloning each other's functionality um so yeah that's that's a challenge in, a, in and of itself but then um 
you know, when you look at best practice, I guess, by channel, you can see that um, if you're, say, focusing, if I take that example on Instagram, the best practice um, social engagement uh, methodology is to use every media type. Because if you can use every media type, you've got more opportunity to get in front of people. Those people will then interact and that will kind of drive organic reach. Uh, so then it makes your job as a marketer, as an agency harder because you're just suddenly having to do more with, you know, maybe the same amount of resources that you had previously. Um, the one thing I would say, though, about new media types, especially like, you know, if we think just more recently, Reels is probably the good example of this on Instagram, is that early adopters are rewarded. So, you know, those that jumped on early and started posting relatively frequently uh, experience higher reach because, you know, these new media formats just tend to perform better because the channels push them uh, uh, it through discovery and in the feed, in their news feed. So um, there is an advantage to being able to move pretty quickly with your client and almost setting up that idea that, you know, we're just going to test this out. Um, I know that that's not going to work for every business, every brand out there, but that idea of taking a bit of a experimental approach to social and just seeing what happens when you actually do something. Um, and, 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 you know, maybe you might use a new media format and it doesn't set the world on fire. That's okay. That's all right. We'll, we'll revert back to what we were doing before. Let's, you know, try it again in three months and see, see what happens then. That idea of just kind of perpetually testing I think is really valuable and it can help you move faster with the client um, especially when these new media types and channels emerge. Yeah I think that's really great I mean with so many different media social media platforms jumping up I mean sometimes I'm, I feel a bit old when I'm like I, I that we've got three new media social media platforms that I'm not even aware of that have now come out um, I actually had my first interaction a, a few weeks ago with Clubhouse and right, joining yeah. that platform so there's yeah. so much that's going on out there. And I mean, yeah. I know working with agencies, repurposing content is something that's really important, making sure that we are doing that to allow for us to utilize the different medium form, uh, media formats on the different social media platforms, but then backing it up with uh, reporting that social status provides is so incredibly important to be able to drive where we are focusing our attention and our resources. So a uh, really important thing yeah. that you're doing there at social status. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We, we try our best. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, Thank you so much for sharing with us today, Tim. Uh, it was great having you on the show. Thanks, uh, Social Status is offering the Agency Blueprint podcast listeners a free social media reporting template. Please find a link to that in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.